I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Know how many people say um, he waved at someone and got blanked, and that gave me the ick. <laughs> Which, to be fair, like that is awful. The things that crack me up the most is when a man does something that's like not even that deep, and then yeah. they're like, "Ugh, disgusting." <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week I am joined by stand-up comedian, author and actor, it's Grace Campbell everybody. Woo! Woo! Hi. Hi babe, how are you? I'm good. I, I'm, I've, it's, can I, can I time reference that it's the beginning of the year? Yeah mate, say whatever yeah. you want, honestly. It's, it's a very so chill I've started podcast. the year with some kind of food poisoning and it was it's actually been really bleak and today I'm finally feeling good so that's great <laughs> well, I'm so pleased we've got you when you're like on the way up mate I've never had food poisoning myself like but I've heard it's a bad <gasps> shit Touch oh wood. my god well you're very lucky because I've had it three times all from fish and I just shouldn't eat fish clearly well but I don't eat a lot scary. of fish I don't want to eat a lot of Yeah, fish. that's why. Fish is so risky. I once got food poisoning in Morocco and I was oh. on holiday with my best friend. And then I had such bad food poisoning that I called my mum and I was like, is there any way you could get me a helicopter back to London? She was like, I don't know who you think we are. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in the middle of nowhere, like in the like in the beach in Morocco. I was just like, oh, it was so bleak. Don't eat fish, guys. And anyway, such a nice way to start the podcast. <laughs> Happy New Year! <laughs> On on a slightly nicer things though, I do see you have a gorgeous furry friend. Who is this? This is Eddie. She's my new best friend. Eddie, say hi. As in like Patsy and Eddie? Yeah, well done. <laughs> because people on walks keep keep being like, oh, Eddie, okay, so is he? And then calling him a he. And I'm like, actually, it's Eddie from Abba, for sure. <laughs> but under my breath, I'm like, actually, it's after Adina Monsoon. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're fucking fuming. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've just, we've just added to our family over. So over. how many dogs have you got? So this is our second, Grace. Right, okay. And I always... was on your Instagram, you've got, I thought you've got like loads of dogs. No, I mean, I'm fucking dog obsessed. There's probably other people's dogs on there as well. I am a real, Perfect. I'm a real pervert when it comes to Me dogs. Too. Great. Great. Good, good to know. Do you let like them sleep in bed with you? 110%. What's the fucking point in having them if you don't? <laughs> and so like, go on. <laughs> and then when you have sex, where do you put them? We don't have sex. <laughs> Been together four years, mate. Poor fella, I forgot what my fanny looks like. Um, so I, uh, he go, so he goes mad, Grace. Like bless him. Like 
we basically only had sex on holiday last year. Like that was the yeah. only place we had it. Um, My friend and- said that she like in the end they when they had their because their dog got so possessive that they just would go to the hotel like around the corner <laughs> have sex. <laughs> Honestly, a thing like it does. I read something the other day on. Um, the font of all my knowledge Instagram where they were like my yeah, dog's yeah. my dog's ruined the intimacy in my relationship and I was like I don't know if this is just me like but I was like so fucking what like I absolutely so my lows were first dog and um I love having him in the bed with her like he comes and has a cuddle of a night and like, when he gets to yeah. what he slopes off but where yeah by then. it's so nice I mean I am because I'm single and I need her to be good at like there being men coming and going I have been crate training her. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, but she's 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 all right. She cries, and then at seven in the morning, I let her in for a cuddle, yeah. and then she's fine. But she is funny with like when I bring men into the house because she knows she knows that like if she's really nice to them, they'll be like, oh, just let her in the bed. So she just like really is so nice with the guys and like cuddles up with them, and then they're like, oh, just let her sleep with us, and I'm like. She's manipulating both of us right now. <laughs> She's a smart cookie. Like I can't. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be mad at her for that. I don't know if you can hear mine in the background. Can you hear him? Yeah. He's, he's being ignored, so he's making all of these like. He knows we're talking about him. He's a typical. Or is this your fella. new dog? This is new. So this is my Milo's gone to his dog daycare today. Oh. Um, I still think it's important for his social socialization that he meets loads yeah. of other big dogs and stuff. Absolutely. But Maxie's just um growling and having a little go on his legs. His dad did promise us he was going to look after him today on the when right. I was doing my podcast. So this wouldn't be an issue, but he's a lion Plus bastard. It. Yeah. Bear with us, Grace. I'm so glad we're on the same uh, chaotic dog life oh, honestly he's so cute I just can't even cope so is he very affectionate because my first one wasn't at all Milo was so independent and adventurous and it broke me heart I really expected no a- she she basically like hates it if she's not physically touching me at all times even if we're on a walk oh my god it's, but this is class. what I mean this is why I need to get her to like separate from me because obviously I need to find a boyfriend eventually and I can't be like I can't meet someone with this dog that's like so obsessed with me that's why I'm glad she likes men which is good don't we all really don't like yeah exactly she's she's just like mummy but then you know honestly I reckon she's probably a bit of a dick magnet if I'm honest 100% I will say I just saw a man on the walk just now oh my god I need to start looking nicer for my walks because like again (sighs) like I wake up and I just put on like the most disgusting trousers and my hair looks awful. And I just saw this guy who was so fit. And he was like, your, your dog's really cute. And I was just so overwhelmed. I was like, okay, bye. And I like ran away. Whereas if I looked nice, I would have been like, oh my God, same. So is yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, mate, the dog, the dog walk outfits, like that'll be a whole yeah. nother level I need to fire. elevate that because that could be a good way to meet someone, I think. Yeah, I mean, defos, all I meet is kind of like families and fellas with wives and old blokes on my dog walks, but I'm walking them in a slightly more rural part of the country. I suppose you're probably walking around London, are you? Yeah, I'm on Hampstead Heath. I'm like... So oh, yeah, you're going to get so much tail. Guys, I know, I know. Eddie, come on, crack on. 
<laughs> or are you, I feel like you're doing a really good thing with a creator and a mate. Like I couldn't do it myself. I sound like such a hypocrite. Like I was fucking just obsessed with Milo and wanted him wrapped around as like a scarf. A hundred percent. But they are, I've, I've gotten to the point now where potentially there is a bit of um, separation anxiety. So yeah. for both of us, I think, yeah. so yeah, you're, you're doing the best thing for you Because especially it's just like, I want to be sort of, when I go away, I want her to be able to like, deal with the fact that like i'm away yeah and you look at her now she's like an actual child oh, mate honest that just brings you so much joy like it is tough i'm not gonna lie like where i'm i'm going on about four hours sleep at the moment because he had us up every two hours for, yeah but yeah. it is worth it like proper it is worth no there's no point where i've been like oh my god i regret this apart from the first night when she was really crying in her crate but since then i'm just like oh my god it's, it's added so much happiness to my life the dudes on there, and they're just such like bundles of love and light. It's it's amazing. Like, I, you won't stop at one, Grace. Just so you know. No, I know, I know. Absolutely. Well, hopefully, I'll get with the guy who I just saw on the heat because he had a dog. So and then, then you'll already be a blended a two family dog family. Unit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna go in with probably the most cliched question ever. Um and also ironic because I haven't got any of my own, but I wondered if you had any New Year's resolutions, Lass. Have I got New Year's resolutions? Uh no. I haven't got resolutions. I've got man I've got manifestation goals. So I've got like I've <laughs> How's got, only like, 2022 three I of you? <laughs> I, I've got like but they're not resolutions. They're like what I'm hoping to achieve this year and how I'm what how what I'm going to do in order to achieve them. So it's more I like a plan than just like an empty. Very world. much so. Like it basically last year, 2022 was the first year I did this, and like the the eve of New Year's Eve, I wrote down all of my like goals, and um, they were all quite realistic. None of them were like. I remember when I was like 21, my my goal for like the next year was to make a million pounds which is like obviously that was the dumbest thing ever and I was never I think that year I didn't even pay tax that's how little I earned um (laughs) but so this year I've and last year I made really realistic goals like things that were in my reach but like things I had strategized to get towards and that's what I've done again this year so I think I mean my main thing for this year is to stop being so disorganized I think like I rely too much on other people that I work with to like pick up my sort of like missing emails and like not being great with my calendar. And so I need to, oh, that, sorry, that was my other thing is to stop saying yes to everything and then having to say, oh, sorry, I can't come at the last minute. But then I suppose is that I'm very much that person. Like, I'm are a, you? That oh, makes me feel so much better. I'm a total people pleaser. So, like, yeah. if anybody says, like, can you do this job or do you fancy this night out or whatever, like, do you want to come and hold it? My instant reaction is always just, yeah, I'll come. And I, I often just thought, like, I've always been that person. And I thought it was like, oh, Vicky's good fun. Vicky's like reliable. She's like up for anything. Like she's a hard worker. Like that's what I thought it meant. But actually my mom told us, she was like, you know, when you say yes to things, you ultimately say no to something else. And like, I didn't see it as that, you know, I just thought, oh God, yeah. I'm just living my life and grabbing every opportunity that comes my way. But you don't know what yet. You don't know what doing that is going to take away from you. So I've had to learn exactly. that skill. And it's hard to sort of, I'll say yes to something without thinking, oh, that's a day when I, what I've said yes to that's like the day after a massive show or like mm-hmm. I know I'm going to be like really tired and I'm not going to want to do that so I need to just be realistic and be like actually do you know what I know I'm going to be in a mood that day that will mean I will just cancel so I need yeah. to just say no now 
Yeah. I think that's just being more realistic with my time. It's actually one of the reasons I got a dog was to be like, oh, sorry, like, I've got a dog now. Just to slow down a little bit. Yeah. It will It will force you to, definitely. I think... Um, <clears throat> It it makes you, it's like a huge adjustment, like anything to your life, you know? Um, and it does, it forced, like, we, for the first, like, six months and stuff, couldn't even really, like, go out for dinner, because I would just, it's, locally we're all right, because, you know, 20 yeah. minutes there, an hour dinner, 20 minutes back, I didn't feel bad about that, but fucking hell, where we live, Grace, like, getting to London, especially if I'm going to, like, one of the fancy ones in like Mayfair or whatever like it's an hour and a half yeah. oh yeah mate and I just couldn't my anxiety would get the better of us and I wouldn't enjoy it because I'd just be thinking I want to get back for the dog so she will definitely force you to have like a slightly slower more organized way of life I suppose and if that's what you're after then you've played a blinder great yeah that was my and- resolution get a dog <laughs> <laughs> um and what about right I know you've been poorly but have you be- have you got any plans to do any mad like you know fucking January detoxes for January like dry jan anything of like that on your radar it's not on mine like so so I did do you drink yeah 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 no, so do I. no no so do I I just yeah. don't have to ask that now because it's like I keep going on dates with guys and then we'll get to like a restaurant or a bar and then they're like oh I just have to say like I don't drink and I'm like that is so fair yeah like I, I that doesn't but I should have warned about that yeah, you should have fucking <laughs> told us yeah you should have told me like I'm coming on a date with you and now it's a sober date and if I get drunk it's really embarrassing and awkward because you're sober <laughs> have you noticed um, a rise in that then yeah 100 um, like yeah. this just 2022 like I went on quite a few dates where that happened and some were actually fine and some probably would have still been shit even if they had been drinking but like it made it even worse that they were sober um but so I did try and basically to round out that point I I did a month off booze in November because I was like how about let me not do it in January because January is the worst month in the world and yeah. I'm on a date this month so I did it in November when I was really busy with work so no and I've just had food poisoning so I feel like I've detoxed <laughs> fuck you've done your bit <laughs> yeah, you've started so clean <laughs> I'm gonna crack on Vicky I'm gonna crack on I'm going out well I didn't I sort of I had a really drunken night in winter wonderland just before Christmas with all my pals like and I very rarely get that drunk these days like I just haven't got the next day in me locker quite frankly Grace I'm yeah, fucking yeah. so miserable and shite on a hangover so Same. um yeah so I was like walking the dog and the next day and throwing up and basically <gasps> it was awful and I was like this is not who I am this is oh not how I want to go into 2023 so I messaged there other people around you nobody luckily I don't think anyone saw me throw up okay. but um on it, it was horrific <laughs> I was with my pal and every time I threw up she threw up and it was I was like <laughs> what are we like it was just twit and twat it was horrible oh and, um, my god I sort of said oh I'm gonna be I'm gonna do dry jan that was it and I messaged me mom and my sister and the reaction I got was so fucking disgusted like my sister was like well since my daughter was born in January and it's my wedding anniversary there's no real way I can do it Vic and I was like oh okay no problem my mum on the other hand she was like it's fucking ridiculous it's a miserable <laughs> month as it is like it's my birthday right. yeah she's like why would I make it worse she's like I can I was like oh fucking hell I've obviously the wrong audience for this conversation <laughs> but it's talked us out of it anyway and like I, oh, I do okay so you're not doing it no nah, mate like I absolutely would be terrified to tell them if I was <laughs> 
Have you ever done it? I've never done it. I've never yeah. done it. So you've I done it successfully. Yeah. So my my dad has got real. Um, he's an alcoholic. We, he's got a real complicated and difficult relationship with alcohol. And over the years, you know, I've been worried that I would I would go down the same path. I've definitely got a very complicated relationship with it. So yeah. So a couple of times I've done it just to prove I could. Yeah, that's um, good. And I did. I did it all right. Better. You do feel better once you know you can. I think. And then I also think once you. The thing is, I'm. I think it's great if you do dry January. I just think do it in November, like me, because January is just simply the worst month of the year. So, like, (laughs) I don't know why we would want to make it any worse. But I agree that after I did that month in November, which is the first time I've ever successfully done it, I've drunk less since. So, like. Because you you get better, obviously, at socialising without alcohol. Yeah. You then when you are drinking, you're not relying on it as much. Yeah. And that's what it is for me. Like, it's absolutely, like, an emotional thing. Like, I think, um, you know, if I'm a bit nervous or if I'm yeah. anxious or if there's loads of people or whatever, like, that would be where I go to have a drink because I think oh, I need something to, like, lubricate this situation, essentially, you know. Um, and I do think, like, as I've got older, I've just, I don't know, I, I'm in big social situations less. I think I've made an active, like, effort to be in so, big social situations less because I know I don't like them. Yeah. And do, do you think as well maybe you, because I, I completely agree with that and that's been my big problem is it's always big things like Christmas Eve, I always get, end up getting really drunk or things where loads of people I know are all together, like yeah. birthdays, where it's just too intense. Do you think as you get older, you sort of also start to care less about yeah. those oh, people? Yeah, I think like as you get older, you know yourself, you care less. The hangover's worse, so you don't want to necessarily like put yourself through that. Like an amalgamation of things. But And you're I mean, too busy as well. It's like you, I, I, a, a day where I'm in bed is like, really complete, bad because I've got so much wasted. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, for you as well then, Grace, like, do you drink when you're doing your shows? Like, Um, that would strike me as something I would do when I was younger, definitely. Yeah, so basically, and I'm really glad this happened, but when I started doing stand-up in, like, 2018, um, I, on my, like, third gig, basically had three large glasses of rosé before Fuck, my I'd set. Be, I'd be mortal. 
I was. Yeah. And then there were some guys in the front row who were just being rude. And I ended up getting in a fight with them and throwing my wine on one of their faces. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, I was like, because basically, yeah, the thing about like stand up is I'm now, I have to say, like, I love it when people get rude because I'm so good at clapping back and making them look like idiots. But yeah. that moment taught me is if I'm in any way intoxicated, my sort of like clarity in that moment, if yeah. anything like that happens, is down. And so I'm not going to deal with that in the most like poised, clever, sharp way. And that's how and you I want always, to, yeah. Yeah, you need to like, because with stand up, like you're, the power is in you being on stage, but you also being quite like impenetrable to people's like, so people heckle you. If you let it bother you, they'll just carry on yeah. and also it'll make the whole audience uncomfortable and therefore they'll stop laughing at you. If someone heckles you and you make them look like a fucking knob, then you, the audience is on your side <coughs> and you've just made a fool of someone. So anyway, so after that, there was like one of my first gigs and I was like, I'm never, ever, ever drinking before a show. And That be must fair, have been never. horrible, Grace. Especially early so doors. Bad. Awful, awful. I don't get it. Why do you come to a comedy show to be an arsehole? Like, I just, I just wouldn't do it. Like, I, I come, I go to them because I like comedy and I want to have a nice time. Like, even if someone's not my full cup of tea, I will laugh along because I think like they're trying really hard. Like, what's your problem? I know, but I, I honestly think, and this makes it sound like I know. I think a lot of men, not all men, but a lot of men just don't like women on stage being funny. Oh, and no, so like that's the, a, I think that's a fair comment, to be fair. The most times that I've been heckled, bar one, which was by a woman, are men who just clearly, like, are annoyed that I'm up there and I've got more status than them and I'm being funny and they're not up there and they're sitting in the audience. I mean, honestly, now I, I never, ever, ever get it because I think I've, I've, I make it so clear that, like, from the second I come on stage, like, if you're going to chat shit, like, I'm going to fuck you up. But it it very much used to be, like, I think it was men who could in some way sense I was new and there was a way that they could make me feel shit. It's wild, but it's even, like, men... I read this thing the other day about, like, I can't remember the statistic, but, like, how men, uh, like, switch off when they're listening to, like, the news and it's a woman's voice versus it being... No! Something about like how men respond to like women's voices versus men's voices. And I feel that way, like when I like sometimes when I'm watching men like watching comedy, where I just feel there's something that they want to love you, but you're a woman. <laughs> yeah. It's mad. Like it's obviously the way they've been like socialized, you know, like it's been indoctrinated into them that there's women have certain roles and men have certain roles and a woman's role is is not to be like the center of attention and funny and all the rest yeah. of it. But like yeah. I find like some of the I honestly, some of the funniest people I know are women. But without like, a doubt, and I think and I think that's what makes men really afraid. I think because that's so I think what men are really afraid of at the moment, especially, is because so many of the like famously funny men have slightly like aged badly. Um, it gives way to all of these new women in comedy, and that makes other men afraid because they know that once more women like become successful and have more of a platform, people will see that women are funnier because what we go through. Oh, sorry, my student server. Um, what we go through, 
gives us way more material for comedy. Well, that's just, that's it. There's all those, there's all those like quotes, silly quotes on Instagram, isn't there? Where they're like, oh God, you're so funny. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Thanks. It's the trauma. Um, Yeah, exactly. But it's true. And you know, like most of the things that me and my sister joke and pull, like, pull comedy from like are things that have happened in my lives you know and I'm always your periods your pregnancy yeah like going your body changing like all these things you know like I think are that are specific to women like they can they can create trauma but they also can you can draw a lot of like comedy from them as well but also I mean some of the funniest things do come from trauma and do come from like experiences of anguish and I think I've noticed it so much and like this is the hill I'm gonna die on I don't care but like with there are certain types of comedians now who I can just see being like I've got nothing to talk about because everything I want to say would get me cancelled and so then they're like let's just turn it on everyone else and the the other thing I have to say just while on this topic because I'm obsessed with talking about this at the moment but I noticed something I just did the Edinburgh Fringe and it's by the way I, I did hear after that you've been called one of the funniest women in Britain yeah mate like I don't think I'd be able to get through fucking doors if someone had said that about me Grace like (laughs) that is one of the nicest things people could ever say about you were you fucking buzzing your tits off well the thing is it's like that whenever those like lists there was another list yesterday that was like gonna be the most like one of the like people who's gonna blow up this year and I was on it and whenever those lists happen I'm like really happy for like five minutes and then there's like another list that I'm not on a week later do you know what I mean so like I was <laughs> you're, really a, happy you're an overachiever like, it's fair. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was really happy with that and I was like oh my god that's so fun and then there was a list like in another magazine that I wasn't on and then I was like okay I'm gonna fucking kill myself now so like, I wasn't on like do you know what I mean like it lasts for such a short amount of time Fair but the, the, the fringe was really good in terms of it's just really made me know for sure that I'm such a good like solid stand-up and that sort of then makes me know that I am one of the funniest women in Britain because I'm like I back myself so much but one of the things that really upset me this year at the fringe well, not upset me but that I observed was that my audiences every day I'd sell out and it was a month long but my audience would be like 85% female and mm. like 15% male and most of the men there had obviously been dragged along by their I was gonna see <laughs> we're gonna fucking see this one yeah because they've been the, the girlfriends have been like I'll go and see I don't know another man that was up there like was Rob Beckett doing a show like I'll go and see like um, one of your like male comedians if you come with me to this fight which is fair enough right but then I'd go to like a man's show, similar sort of like uh, success as me, not Rob Beckett, way more successful than me. I'm not comparing myself to him, but like someone else. And I just observed the audience and it was 50-50. And so my big obsession is like women, we're, we're more than happy to spend our money and spend our time going and watching men and supporting male comedy. Yeah. Supporting, yeah. And reading books by men and watching films by men. But then when it's like the category of like a a book by a woman or a film by a woman or a show by a woman, men do not return the favor because Mm. I think it's like separated so much. They're like, they're all these, always these like fiction written by women. And it's like, no, it's just like a book. Do you know what I mean? It's got nothing to do with that. And so I've really become obsessed with that this year in Edinburgh. And I'm like, how, how can we change that? Where like men just will start sort of supporting women in that way rather than just being like oh I don't know what to do you think we're all rapists what can I do it's like spend your money 
go and see me in yeah. comedy. Then Put I won't think you're a rapist. In my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I feel like the, the, the thing that came to my head the minute you were talking there is like Olivia Wilde and her exactly. her film yep. this year. And like, I must admit, like I've not watched the film because basically I got so obsessed Same. with it before, like with the press, with Florence Pugh going to Venice, but actually not doing the, like the press junket. Did like, he spare, did he not spare? I'm did he chuck the baby it. goat? Like yeah. I just got so obsessed with all of it, Grace, that actually like I thoroughly knew, I knew the film better than Olivia Wilde by the end, you know, like, and I hadn't even fucking watched it. And I was like, no, I can't put myself through this because I know it inside out. But I just thought, and you know, regardless of what happened, we all know, like, clearly there was there was something. Regardless of what happened, it was constantly billed as this, as her film, like, this female yeah. director's film, like, that's why it was, and you know, did yeah. she cheat? Did she, and it was all this, and I just sort of thought, you know, would it have been the same if it was a male one? And my mind went back to, do you remember when um, Snow White and the Huntsman came out? This is I'm going back years, but it was Kristen Stewart. Is that her name? She yes. Was, yeah. Yes. And she, she had the affair with the director, and his wife was in the film as well. No, I don't remember this at all. Do you not remember this? Literally, no. name, right? she cheated on Robert Pattinson. <gasps> oh my god! I this know. is such gossip. I love gossip, even if it's ten years late. I love uh, it. Yeah, me honestly, I'm I'm not bringing you anything new. Like this is no, but, but I love but, it. How's it? This is great dinner table information. I don't know. <laughs> but then everybody still went to see that. Hate, like, yeah, nobody, I know. you know, and I just sort of thought people were boycotting but, it and people were talking about her and this, that, and the other. And he didn't get the same treatment. And it really made me think this year about the way we view sort of female creatives and male creatives. It's so depressing, Vicky. Honestly, it's, it's, it depresses me beyond belief because, like, the ways that men will be, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, um, like their public image can be restored so quickly. Oh yeah, absolutely. compared to a woman, and so people will forget so quickly. Like Chris Brown now having a really successful musical career, and um, he did beat up Rihanna. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, but whereas, like, if it was the other way around, it's just like the ways that we forget about things that men have done in our public consciousness. Like everybody, not just like I definitely do that as well because it's a deep conditioning. Versus, I mean, look at Harry and Meghan. I mean, it's the way that people vilify Meghan Markle. Oh, absolutely. Versus, like, a man does something, like, 5,000 times worse. And people are like, oh, he's just being a man. <laughs> it's mad. It is. And in terms of the answer to, like, when it's going to get better, like, I think it's really sadly, I think it's just a time thing. Like, I, ha- I, I have to believe it's going to. And, like, you know, we're the generation that's going to bring up these really, like, really measured, really kind, like, men who are totally ha- happy to laugh at women. You know, I think it's it's a, it's a generational you know, thing. We're going to get there. I got a message. I did a video about Andrew Tate the other day and about how, like... Don't get me started on him, mate, because I could talk about it for fucking hours. Seriously, seriously. Me and my fella have actual rows about it. (laughs) Really? Really? He's just started sending us the shit now because he knows it it annoys us. Like, he doesn't doesn't even particularly like the baldy knobhead, you know? He just sends us the shit because he knows it's going to wind us up. But so this is the thing, right? So like, I had lo- I've had so many arguments last year with men about it and blah, 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 and whatever. But when he got arrested last week, whenever it was, and everyone was like, oh, obviously he's a rapist and a human trafficker. Like he literally went on the record and was saying that he thinks women should take responsibility for being raped. 
obviously somebody who says that is not just saying that they're like actioning it so I did this video saying that and then I got this message from this mum who's like a mum of teenagers oh stop and she and she was like and and I've met, messaged this woman a lot she came to see me in Edinburgh I don't know her but she's like really lovely woman from Edinburgh and she messaged me saying I just want to say like my stepson and his friends have been so so deeply influenced by Andrew Tate and it's been really hard to get them out of that but then he just walked in the room and said well if Grace Campbell says Andrew Tate's a bad guy then I guess he is and I was <gasps> like oh yeah but also that's so depressing because and this is why I'm, this is why I'm worried about Andrew Tate not because of like men our age right who do no, it a bit to wind us up it's, it's not, teenage yeah. boys so so inf- influenceable is that the word malleable well it, and, like easily influenced in it mate and yeah you are and they're taking it all in and they're like and but I don't know why because like if I was a young lad I just don't think that'd be who I'd look up to like I definitely I definitely look up to someone like Messi like I think he's fucking yeah. class like he's had his bird since he was young she's an absolute weapon like he's winning the world cup he's got a lovely yeah. little family like he's clearly loaded this would he seems like a nice bloke that would be who I'd look up to Andrew you know would not is, be who I'd look up to it's because Messi isn't doing everything he can to like infiltrate TikTok. Oh, so I nah. think like the thing about what Andrew Tate did so successfully last year was just like hit all of these kids algorithms. So they were seeing it over and over and over again repetitively. And because he was doing stuff like Logan Paul, who they all look up to. And so it's just, it, he did it in such a clever way, but th- we have got to like, it's so worrying. We've got to sort of eradicate that from like young people because now there'll be boys in schools saying that shit to girls. Oh, honestly, it's really terrifying. Like, it's I, depressing. I, it is really, but then good for you, mate, for doing your bit, for using your platform for good, for stand up against Because I'm going to admit something really embarrassing now. Like, I am by no means on that cunt's radar. Like, there's absolutely no way I am, right? But every time I like put something up about how I think he's a baldy knobhead, I get really worried he's going to come for us. <laughs> <laughs> I go on social no, media. I do. Uh, I think. Oh, no, what if he says? I'm not gonna lie. When I did that video, I was like, oh, I wasn't worried about him, but I was because the his people fans. who follow him are scary. Like, yeah. Sometimes I get in like these Twitter holes, and I like they are scary people. The things they say, babe. It's but then it's so toxic, and it's coming from like. It's coming from him, you know, where you think women are property and we can talk to them how we want yeah. and we should be in the kitchen. So heaven forbid we stand up and say something, you know. I know, it's that's, mad. But that's why I get scared. <laughs> but that's, that is so fair enough. That's the thing, like, it's so fair enough. But I also think, like, at the end of the day, someone like Andrew Tate is getting it 5,000 times over and it's better that you amplify it. Yeah. I'm really gonna I'm gonna stop this now because I feel like it's really bad we've given him any sort of platform regardless yeah, of how true. disparaging we were being R.I.P. Andrew Tate yeah bye goodbye F- fuck the baldy knobhead right yeah. um, <laughs> I'm gonna end, end end part one on that note and part two we'll talk about loads more happy things even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.